Should we, do you want to just start while it's going in the background? I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's a good enough reason not to. Yeah, let's go. Uh, okay, here's Adventure Guys. Adventure Guys! Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. And who's who's sitting there right next to you, Eric? Looks like Will the Human. Hey, we got a wild here. Will on the pod today. Will Huebner, drummer for illustrious ska punk band The Holophonics. Allegedly. I've heard of them. Will, we've we've long gestured and talked about you coming on the pod. I and know. Finally. It's surprising that Eric made it here to me before I made it to you, considering you're like three hours away and not 20,000. Yeah. 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 Hold on. I'm getting distracted. I have to turn this episode off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll finish watching it uh, some other time. After, okay. the episode, after we finish recording. <laughs> unprecedented dude it's been a fucking week or three days i don't know time doesn't mean anything anymore (laughs) yeah last time we did a lot of catch up about how long it's been for you and now and then we were talking about what you're so okay so why don't you recap for the listeners if you follow the holophonics we saw some of your road trip down from long island to texas but you drove forever and now you're just doing marathon rehearsals what's going on uh yeah so tuesday and wednesday I drove down here. Uh, yesterday, we had a five-hour holophonics rehearsal. We're learning new music. Today, we have off. Uh, so in that off day, we helped a friend move. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I told you that's just a thing that I I do. You always, <laughs> yeah. I find myself in this situation. Um, but... Now we're doing the podcast, and later tonight we're going to go see Fall of Troy play a show in Dallas. <laughs> Which is amazing. I was I gestured, we had talked about me potentially driving up there. The problem is, is that my brother's car, which I use, and he loves Fall of Troy, is an electric car and just wouldn't have made it there. Um, what? And then we looked into renting a car, but as we've also discussed on this podcast, that's not an economical endeavor as well, so it... The idea had to to go away, but I'm sad to not be going to the show and hanging, doing this pod in person with you, buddies. That's going to be a blast. Where are they playing? Uh, Gillies, Southside, Ballroom.com. Uh, uh, yeah, I haven't actually place. been to the venue, so I don't I don't know it. So, wait, you can't hear Will very well right now? No, I cannot. Uh-huh. Okay. I guess I why I'm just... ter- talking over you, Will. I can scream. That's fine, too. It's my house. <laughs> um. All right, hold on. Here's a... Okay, one second. We gotta do do technical difficulties. Does this resign a song? Yeah. How about now? 
Haha. Ha. Yeah, that was dependent on me talking. Yeah. <laughs> Is that any better? Um, it's okay. It's not any better, really. <laughs> Let me ask Sean if he knows. How's the lag? Is it better or worse than normal? I don't I don't know. Okay. It seemed like it might be a little worse than the Google Hang, but whatever. All right, well, here, here we go. Take two. Uh, okay, so where were we? Uh, <laughs> I still haven't finished watching the episode. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, can so we, just, <laughs> can we just can we just do that real quick? What? We may as well. I got like a couple minutes. I, they're in jail. Literally like 2 minutes left on the episode. Yeah, you can finish that. And then we'll get back to catching up and then discuss the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Throw it on. I, mean, I just real time describe what's happening. <laughs> so you don't have to. It's it's Prince Bubblegum versus Abraka Daniel. Well, do you wanna do you wanna pause it and then once we get to episode discussion? Nope, we'll... this is how it's happening. <laughs> okay. Is... Uh Finn and Jake doing some shiz. We can still do an episode discussion for you and me, Nick. What a what a chaotic episode this is right now. Right. So, so do you want to do episode discussion right now, and then we'll catch up a little bit afterwards? <laughs> I'm just, I'm still let's just, watching. Let's it. just lean into the chaos. Okay. <laughs> do you want me to talk right now, Eric, or do you need to? Do you need to? I don't watch? think it matters. <laughs> I just. It's been a, it's been a chaotic day. Uh, I didn't have time to watch the episode, so I'm watching it right now as we are like already an hour and a half late for doing the podcast. <laughs> this this whole like situation is like how I felt about like like Nick. Have you heard any of the new Holophonics tunes? Um, not really. I think I heard like two demos a long time ago. Well, th this entire scenario is how I felt about learning these tunes over the past like month. Just like it's. So this, Just I was gonna most... ask, Will, is this what you pictured it would be like when you finally got on the Adventure Guys podcast? Oh, when I had no predisposed expectations. I mean, I've I've listened to every single episode. Like, I use it to like stalk you guys' life yeah. and stuff. I mean, I've, I've actively like text you while I'm listening to episodes. Like, yo, dude, this thing. Like, and yeah. So, well, I love that. I mean, with that, you. Both texted me a huge update yesterday, which is together in preparation for this podcast, you went and got poke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where did you get it from? Where are you exactly right now, like for the listeners in Texas? So we're at my house in Denton, Texas. Great. Um, Denton, Texas, baby. Yeah, north of Dallas, where Eric had lived pre-pandemic. Um, we at one point all the holophonics did live in actually most of us lived in the same house except for me. Yeah. And uh, now we all live scattered across the globe. And by globe, I mean mostly just New York and the DFW. Yeah. yeah. Will is the only remaining Dentonite in yeah. the Holophonics. Okay. The okay. So Harold is where now? Plano. Plano. Well, you don't have to embarrass him on air, Will. Right, is that embarrassing? That's, it sounds like he's doing pretty well for himself if he lives in fucking Plano. <laughs> he's coming on our, our next episode, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And the rest of the guys, are they just scattered around Texas? Yeah. Um, Owen just moved into Dallas. Uh, he's actually like a few blocks from the show tonight for the Fall of oh, Troy. Nice. Um, Willie lives in Fort Worth. And then AJ lives in Keller, which is like between Denton and Fort Worth. 
So I'm sure um, we're we're not too far off from being placed to like cast some sort of like city or like regional spell. I don't really know how that kind of like mass transmuted magic works. <laughs> but but the but, plan. Uh, so Eric, after he moved during the pandemic, but drove back down and is like, all right, we're gonna get the gang all back together into Denton, and we're gonna like hash out songs for for like a week. And is it all happening at your house, Will? No, no, we're we, doing it at a rehearsal space in Fort Worth. Yeah. Hey, professional. How's it and how's it been going? You did your uh, first well, day. You said for one the day. First time. Yeah. <clears throat> what? You said you've done one day so far. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we played last night. It was the first time we had played in like a year and a half. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was cool. It was cool. It did was you- surprisingly. It was a lot better than I think any of us might have expected. Um. But it's also like we've been a band for a thousand years. Like, of course, we know <laughs> right. how to play music and play together. Like, we've done this all over the country multiple times. You've done it with us. Like, mm-hmm. it's we're clearly like a like together unit. So, yeah. Did you start off with old oldies and then get into no. the new ones? You went no. right right into the I'm, new. Honestly, I'm afraid to like play songs that w- we used to be really good at because I haven't practiced them. I've only been practicing oh, the new ones. None of us have. Yeah. None <laughs> yeah. of like. Don't yeah. waste your time. Don't 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 spin wheels on that. Just go for the new. I can't wait to hear the new ones, like with the full band. So it's so great. So you're gonna rehearse for the rest of this week, and then Eric can come back down in a month and and give him the old the old recording treatment. That's the plan. Mm. I think we're gonna try and do the uh, rent an Airbnb for like a week or ten days and just hang out and track an album. The millennial equivalent of trashing a hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> In uh in in Denton, uh probably somewhere a little bit more remote, like you know just north of Denton, things start getting a lot more rural, and there's a little bit more spaces between houses. We can probably make some more noise. Dude, that'll be sweet. So you can just get the whole thing set up and then just start going. Yep. Ah, and you've never done that before. So in the past, has it been you've done like sort of a home recording thing and then gone to a studio for drums? Uh, no. Well, we only did a different space for drums yeah, one time just, just one time uh we tracked drums somewhere else because uh will had access to a really awesome drum place yeah well, <laughs> I, I used to work at a drum shop uh here in town in this spot on the square that was like, like this historic building and has like crazy high ceilings and like old like creaky wood floors and shit and just Pretty pretty cool room. It actually helped us sell a shit ton of drums because the room just sounded so good. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Was that for Phantom Arrival? Arrival? Yep. Oh. Yeah, everything else we've just done, just bedroom, studio, jamming out in the house kind of thing. So super DIY. I mean, we'll just be doing it in someone else's house now, I guess. Yeah, but that'll be fun. You can get, <laughs> it's like a rock star uh, week you get to live or whatever. That's awesome. The drums always do sound good. You're a good drummer, Will. So, Eric, you know. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's my that's, heart. <laughs> that's so fun. Um, yeah, it's great. I, and it looks like you got a nice house going. I, I love behind you. You got some nice posters up there. Yeah, that's not me at all. That's uh, my my brother that has that makes real money. Um, he's a video game connoisseur. Oh, yeah. Um, and these are this is all the, the for, for the audience that can't see at home. This is it, posters. Uh, defining the various regions in game that Pokemon games happen in. Oh. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I didn't I wouldn't know what any of this shit is if he didn't tell me. Right. That's funny. So that's how it goes. Well I see a Hawaii one. That's where uh Poke's from. 
So I'm, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were. Yeah. <laughs> circle back to Poke. Well, it's the Pokemon version of Hawaii. Pokemon. Yeah. We're. Yeah. <laughs> no. Has anyone what, ever what, done what that? What gen was that? Alola. That was the most recent one. Don't you know your your Pokemon generations, Nick? I think he's more interested in talking about Poke. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where my mind's at. <laughs> the Pokemon. Do you think they can make like a Charizard out of Poke and then you get to eat him? Oh, that would be. Or oh, Poke shit. That's restaurant. actually a really good gimmick for a restaurant. We shouldn't say. Can we edit this out so that no <laughs> one can steal this idea and we can start it now and get rich yeah. doing that? Honestly, like, so I'm getting ready to move back to New York. And I've gotten, especially in my neighborhood, I've gotten the poke when I was visiting there last time in August. I don't know if I talked about that in there, but I'm really going to miss my favorite spot. I think I'm going to go there tonight to Poke Poke, which I always talk about. Dude, I, there's, uh, there's one in Fort Worth. Yeah? Maybe that's what we need to do tomorrow for dinner. Yeah. We're, we're going to have like a, a meeting time tomorrow. We might just go hit Poke Poke in, uh, in Oh, Fort the Worth. Poke Poke. Yeah, they have a, a, a location up by you. Holy shit, that would blow my mind. You gotta yeah, be- yeah. <laughs> You gotta have to FaceTime me. Okay, I'm pulling it up right now so I can just get a visual. Um, oh my god, that would be so sick. So what I kind of want to do, I, I doubt that they're listening right now, but I found the owner and founder of Poke Poke on LinkedIn, and I kind of just want to like send him a message and just be like, dude, I want to take you out to coffee before I leave, and like just hear about oh, your man. story. Um, I don't think I have the capital to really like open a franchise in New York, but I would just, you know, (laughs) if I, if, if, if like I won the lottery tomorrow, I would go to him and be like, okay, one of the things I want to do with my lottery money is open a franchise in, in Brooklyn. Dude, like really, (laughs) this is like late to the game, but like, I mean, you're an Auntie Donna fan. Like we've definitely like discussed some Auntie Donna, but, um, have you listened to their podcast? No. Um, I, my, I had a friend who recommended it to me. I need to. So like in the first, like kind of like 50 episodes of the podcast, they reach this point where they start talking about like, oh yeah, like this like company that like, you know, sponsors or whatever, like they do ads in like tons of podcasts. They just kept doing it for free enough to where eventually like whatever the company is like found out and then actually started like paying them for the ads and stuff. So like, just do that with Poke Poke. We'll just like do Poke Poke ads until, you know, they catch on and they're like, yeah, cool. Like whatever these like weirdo, you know, cartoon podcast guys, well, I guess we'll give you $5. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's do we, do we want to advertise Poke Poke during our commercial break for this episode? Yeah, I do. Um, okay. Well, you know, we did. I started Adventure Guys, I think, has liked every Poke Poke um, photo on Instagram for the last, I don't know, 12 months. And, <laughs> and I've tagged them in multiple things and commented on multiple things. And at one point they said, I tagged them in a post and they said, what makes Austin so great is that we have members like Nick here. And then they said, we love your gym. (laughs) Now I don't, I don't understand. I got to go find that. But like, I think they got mistaken and like they, they recognized us, but they didn't quite understand what was going on. I have made friends with the people who work at Poke Poke. So I got to just strike up a combo and get this going. I think if you Google adventure guys, like the first thing that comes up or it came up like before we had any internet presence, at least was like some, something with a similar name that was like an outdoors equipment kind of company. I don't know. Oh, 
We're the number one related search. If you go to Adventure Guys, I think like podcast is like number three. Wait, are you Googling something right now? Yeah. Okay. Why? <laughs> Play that Google theme oh, song, shit, baby. Yeah. Google, Google, do you have the answers that I see? Google, Google, when I talk to friends on your listening, when I sleep at night and dream, all my innermost desires just projected on your screen to analyze. We'll we'll come into the table with some really great ideas. I'm just just uh just being the jackass that I am. <laughs> was the poke yesterday good that you guys got in Denton? It was pretty good. I kind of regretted not getting a spicier option. Mm. I think I just got like their kind of classic bowl. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, it was the menu is a little overwhelming. It's like very very customizable and stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah we um. I mean, it's my spot that I go to for, uh, for 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 poke. It's like a mile from the house or whatever. So it's what we uh, what we hear in in my my domicile go to for poke. And I'm it's mostly just me. I'm a sushi fiend. I get it like a, as many times a week as I can. So to, to the fact that we're talking about poke for longer than like three minutes. It's just delighting me so much. I was touched when you sent me a photo f- with you guys with Poke. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I've been talking to like you specifically like through the computer in these episodes so many times. Like you'll <laughs> say some shit where I'm just like, oh yes, that stuff. Let's talk about it. But you're not. In I know. Room. Well, I, I love that you already, you're like, oh yeah, Auntie Donna and Poke. Those are two big quarantine, you know, parts of my life. I could spend three hours talking about Bo Burnham's new shit. Too. Oh yeah. I mean, like oh, so much stuff. I'm I'm it's it's gonna be in theaters next weekend and I was like should I go to that but then I was also like <laughs> what it feels yes! it feels like such a solitary like endeavor and experience watching it but also it would be a blast probably to see it with people and like I, I imagine everyone's gonna like sing along I don't know dude like y'all uh, was it two episodes or something y'all talked about like the stats on oh, like, yeah. how many streams he got and i was like that's me like i have been doing that i've like, <laughs> yeah i was on, on repeat i was on spotify only i should i should have clarified that and wasn't a di- official but i'm in, i'm impressed i hope he got nominated for uh like six emmys this week hell yeah i saw that have you, that- have you gone to see anything in theaters since They've been opened again. Last weekend, I saw Fat or F Nine Fast. And oh, Furious. you went and saw it. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, was it amazing? What it was F9? good. Um, I had it was great. I would say it wasn't quite as fun as the last couple, which was a bummer, but still a blast. I mean, I, do you want any spoilers? Do you want to do a spoiler alert? Uh, well, I'm I'm definitely not gonna go see it in a theater. I don't think, but yeah. I, I do plan on watching it at some point. Okay, well. Ludacris and Tyrese are a blast. The thing with this one is, and is that, is that they don't, there's two character, like the rock. I don't know if this is a spoiler, but the rock and Statham aren't in this one. Yeah. Cause they did Hobbs and Shaw instead. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Everyone knew that because, uh, he doesn't like Vin Diesel. Yeah. They've, they've gotten into things. The the problem is some tough guy beef out in the world. Yeah, they have some he's real. Not, he's beef. not. He's not hashtag family enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. There's some real beef where, like, I think that Vin Diesel 
felt like he was shown up by the rock because the rock's like actually in shape. Um, sorry, Vin. <laughs> and actually has charisma. Yeah, exactly. Like Vin Diesel's acting in, in these movies is just, he just has like the most stoic face possible. Just goes, family. Yeah. Family. It's about family. family. Yeah. So the, I, apparently like their agents talked and they were like, I think they I think it's in fast five or six. They fight and it's like a draw because neither of them, one of them wanted to lose and they like count punches, like how many times each one gets hit in the movies. But so wow. they're not in it. And I think the movie kind of suffers like those two uh, have so much charisma and are so fun to watch Statham too. I love Jason Statham that it, it kind of felt like that was missing. Now they add in this one, a new actor. Do you know who it is, Eric? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of don't oh, want to. Yes. No, no. Uh, John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. So John uh. Cena comes in and he's great too. Still better than Vin Diesel. But I really just, it makes you just wish, man, imagine if, Cena, The Rock, and Statham were all in here. None of them original Fast and Furious cast members, but I was already like, I want all of them in one movie. That would make me so happy. (laughs) But you'll still like it. It's worth watching. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've been talking about Fast and Furious for a while. Yeah. And you know, the reason I started watching it was because Jeff Rosenstock recommended them. Oh, I missed that. Oh, Jeff Rince. Here's here's a Jeff Rince. (laughs) I love I can't hear it but I love that Jeff is a fan that's that that makes me I will have you watched any of these movies oh me uh I mean like the cu- a couple of them like n- like 20. not anywhere near what so this is nine this yeah is number nine yeah. yeah definitely not nine of them like maybe three like it's like yeah it's kind of absurd that they only really start getting awesome at number five yeah like, how did they get four movies in and like three was terrible, four was kind of mediocre, and they were just like, you know, we're going to keep doing it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's and without seeing it, that's the vibe I got was like, oh, like you can't stop us from it's like Sharknado movies. Like they yeah. just keep making Sharknado movies and like yeah, same the, thing with Fast and Furious. The track, the, the, you know, there's the first one and the second one Vin Diesel's not in. The third one, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker both aren't in. The fourth one, yeah. they're, like, they're like, okay, we're going to get this back on track. And then number five, you just throw it on and immediately it looks different. It feels different. The rocks in it. They're in Brazil. It's sort of just like now we're, it's like now we're on the highway. Like, you know, you're like driving. It's like you're driving around all these your small town trying to find the highway. Now we're cruising. Now we're like, OK, now we can open her up and like put our foot in the gas. And, and it starts being really fun. Um, so if you if you watch it, my roommate has been starting and he's like, he was torturing himself with like number three and four. I was like, dude, just go right to five. But he wanted, he's a completist. So yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I felt that way too. Yeah. And there is a I, lot of lore um, in this movie right. too. Like he had three on and there was things from Tokyo drift that were coming back in nine. I, I didn't realize until wow. now, but, but you don't really, I went with two friends who had never seen a fast and furious movie before and they had a lot of fun. So they're doing it good. Yeah, so Tokyo Drift is like set at a different time too. It's not like chronologically the third thing that happens, right? And then what? What? Which movie was it? Was it seven or eight where they go back and they and they visit the protagonist from from the third one? Han. And he was the he was no. Oh, uh, the other guy. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was supposed to be playing a high school kid in yeah. that movie, and he was already like way too old. Yeah, and then like. 
fast forward like eight years or whatever that it had had passed since that movie and he's like fucking like huge and like his like an impossible five o'clock shadow yeah. and he's still supposed to be like an 18 year old <laughs> amazing he's in the new one that guy and he and like really yeah he's in the new one and they really said like when he was in uh tokyo drifter kind of like this is a <laughs> my roommate was like he's like a costco brand uh paul walker <laughs> that's what he called him and you're kind of like yeah but then now like they've leaned uh, he had a beard in this one and he just has his southern accent and he's more of just like a fun wild man i'm like yeah he needs his own thing um yeah i mean look eric you're gonna see it eventually and we can have a more in-depth convo about it i mean maybe maybe we'll see it before oh yeah maybe texas like have you, shit. Oh, I, don't, I don't know like, have you guys been to uh, a movie theater yet I haven't. Me either. No. I surprisingly, the first thing, like, I'm not a sports person, but oh. I've been to like two sports events before. I've, like, I think the Fall of Troy is my first, like, post pandemic concert, and I've been to like a baseball game and a soccer game. Oh, wow. Not, yeah. It was just like, I don't really understand that, but I'm just like down to hang, and all my friends are doing shit. So I'm just here for it. Mm hmm. Yeah, this Fall of Troy concert tonight is going to be like my first big public event. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be kind of wild, isn't it, to be in with all those people? We hope. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to try and stay reserved because we after just a, a rehearsal yesterday, like especially my voice, uh, do I sound like super low and awesome? Do I sound like Vin Diesel right now? <laughs> this low, tired voice yeah. up against the Shure SM7B. <laughs> but yeah i uh i don't want to like mess up my whole self at a fall of troy show and then try to do like intense new music rehearsals the next two days oh yeah um that's gonna be so fun i didn't like see this show online so i guess are they are they on tour or are they like just it's just like a one-off show i don't know it's, it doesn't make any sense it's weird really weird it's like an la show i mean some california show and then like five four or five like texas dates oh yeah it's like they're doing houston austin san antonio dallas and it's like one california date it doesn't make any sense because they're from fucking seattle yeah and they're playing doppelganger like, why are they doing that? Because all the new music sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit! Set it on air. Come at at me, Thomas Eric. I, I heard, I heard some of my. I had to have a friend who said it was good. I think now this is just some bit. Um, I'm looking right now online to see if this is true. At one time, they the first time they played like these albums in their entirety was like in a run in Austin, and they came down and they sold them oh. all out. Now I think that's some like. Maybe the guy who like books one of the venues in Austin like paid them first to like come down and just play three albums like nights. Like I just want it to happen and they did it and then it sold out and they've done it. So, uh, he might be like helping manage them at this point and like also book shows. I don't really know the deal, but it is odd. But uh, it's cool. I didn't even realize they're MF playing Austin. Sean and I got to talk about this. I, I'm also just like speaking off of what i think i saw off the flyer it was just yeah. like a surprisingly low amount of shows yeah and like it was like only like in two states yeah and they're from washington it doesn't make any sense why they're <laughs> they're doing it down here yeah wow oh yeah i see that all right yeah you have it pulled up are you googling again i'm googling again oh shit is that another one uh, play that google like, theme play song play that google <laughs> Answers. 
you know what? It's actually not even in Austin. It's in, there's in LA and then there's Dallas, San Antonio and Houston. Oh, is so they're not doing Austin. Yeah. Very interesting. Oh shit. I mean, San Antonio is not that, I mean, actually what San Antonio and you are like equidistant almost from San Antonio and Dallas. Yeah, it says 15 plus one years of Doppelganger. So I guess these were probably going to be 15-year anniversary shows. Um, these records are as old as we were when we discovered uh, dude, this band. That's a very scary sentence you just said. Um, I know, it's, but, but it's very true. dangerous. I, you know, um, we, we, Eric, that was like, we had like one whole episode where we talked about all these bands from this time and like the Blood Brothers and Horse the Band and Fall of Troy. But oh, yeah. I, they, were like, I, they were like one of my favorite bands in the world. Probably when I met you, Eric, in college. I was like so deeply into the fall of Troy. Um, yeah. Didn't you say that you had like seen them like an insane amount of times play like playing live? Yeah. I, I've i seen them at least. <laughs> Don't sigh about that. No, 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 no. Sorry. It was more of a, uh, it was more of a, I'm th- a thinking sigh than a, uh, than like a Jesus sigh. No, I'd, you know, like at that time, in college, I'd probably seen them like five times or something, which was a lot of times having seen a band at 20 or at like 18 or 19 to have seen a band five times at 19 years old was like mind blowing, you know? That is, I mean, this will only be my third time to properly see them. I tried to see them when they were, so some for the deaf, the Deftones tour and, oh, uh, yeah. wow. and then, um, there was another one they did with like the deer hunter and like Tara Mellos. It was like, yeah. this really stacked, like cool. Like I went to that, like one. Math. that one. Oh, and, so you, yeah, yeah. That, and, uh, that was Foxy like, Shazam was on that tour. That's how I found yes, out about that. Yeah. Band. They, man, that band, Jesus. Um, but I tried to see them with Coheed. Like it was like the first, like I think real show I tried to see here in Denton and like a, like gas tanker had exploded on 35 and like, I didn't know. Right like what any of the roads were here. So like I couldn't get to Dallas fast enough to like catch them because they were opening. It was like them and like um some like Southern rock band. I can't mm-hmm. remember. And Coheed was headlining and completely missed the fall of Troy. I was like super, super pissed. I was just like, this is bullshit. I can't believe I'm here. Like my best friend drove up from, actually drove in from Arkansas to like be there Arkansas, to like hang out. Boo. Oh, that's such a yeah, hard day. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't like Arkansas yeah, on this yeah, podcast. This podcast. We're we're. I mean, he says that we've already schemed like four different ways to like buy a house with like a group or a what. Like, we've oh got, well, like, this is whole... this is where they're paying people to move to Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. We're, we were just considering today if we could get the the payment to live in Arkansas. What the cheapest way to live there would be like if we could just like post up in a shipping container. Yeah, <laughs> on someone else's property. Well, houses have to be cheap. So if you did go in on like a group house. And got paid to move there and use your money that way. I, that sounds like a good scheme. I love schemes. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, there've been a lot of uh, very, we've talked about a lot of prospective uh, financial shenanigans. I think that's the only correct word to use for yeah. it is a shenanigans. But um, yeah, Arkansas. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> I had a, my best friend came in from Arkansas to go to that show in Dallas. And I was just like completely fucking pissed that I missed the fall of Troy. Cause I was like that sold out about it. And then like, I hated Coheed because everyone in high school loved Coheed cause they were mm-hmm. like a hot topic band. And then like, I fell in love with Coheed at that show. Yeah. And I think I talked about it- Coheed at when they were like one of the first bands I really loved 
and uh, they see they they've like they do that weird thing where it is seems like a hot topic warp tour like band of the time, but then like you just dig into you listen to two songs on the album, and all of a sudden you're like, oh okay, this is a different thing. I didn't realize, but you know, um, and it's cool. I I mean I, I was talking Eric. I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but I saw them a couple years ago <clears throat> on Coney Island, and it was a show and they played at PNC bank art center in New Jersey, which is like 18,000 people. And they like sold it out. And the openers was like torch and then taking back Sunday opened for Coheed and Ugh, weird. And they came out and taking back Sunday looks a bit old and they were singing their songs and it's the whole, now it's the OG lineup without the Eddie in it and uh, like John Nolan's in it and they crushed it and they played, you know, all the big songs and it was great. And then Coheed came out and like they had this huge light show and lasers and they opened with a brand new song and it was like 9,000 people chanting and singing along to the brand new song. And I was like looking around, I was like, holy fuck, like what a feat to be like, they weren't, they weren't taking back Sunday at their prime. Like, you know, they weren't headlining like huge places, like, like when taking back Sunday was in their prime, but now here we are like 15 years later and Coheed is like a, like a state, like playing to like 10,000 people in this amphitheater and just crushing with a new song. I was like, that's kudos to them for really building like a true cult fan base. Like that's like the exact thing that like got me on them though. Like was being at that show. And again, I was in just such a like boohoo, like yeah. fuck all this mood. And then like, it was like in keeping secrets, like came on, like mm-hmm. they were playing that. And like the entire cr- like to hear a crowd like drown out a live rock and roll band at House of Blues in Dallas yeah. was like what the fuck did I just walk into and like that's what yeah. like, got me into that and now I'm like a huge like Amory Wars fan and all that shit so oh that's cool yeah man that what a great turn that took that day from oh very much from so. despair to joy <laughs> and fandom oh that's why well, I, I I hope you guys have a blast I mean it's gonna be a blast tonight I can't wait to see some videos um, yeah. Nice. Well, did the did the episode finish in the background? Yeah, I, I sort of watched it. Let's talk about just, it. He right. watched it well enough, as best he could, on the time frame. Episode discussion. Uh. What episode was this? Oh my goodness. Season five, episode 26, Wizards Only Fool. There we go. Thank you, Will. <laughs> now, Will, you watched the episode, I take it? I did. I guess uh, one and three quarters, two thirds times now. Nice. I've Eric, this- witnessed. Oh, I was going to say, this week I actually took Eric's advice and I watched it earlier than just- Before, I would usually watch watch it twice in a row right before we record. So it's fresh in my mind, but Eric is like- Dude, just watch it earlier than that because <laughs> it always makes you late and you're always like so in your head about these goddamn episodes. So I actually did it this week and it was so much more enjoyable. Like like when I was just eating like breakfast the other day, I watched it and was like, oh yeah, Eric was right. <laughs> right. Like cramming before the test. Yeah, like- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, and here I am. I know. Well, I was saying we specifically asked if we could record it earlier than usual. Yeah. And then we were late. Yeah. <laughs> Which is we, just a total <laughs> Nick move. Was, sorry, say it again. That's a total Nick move. Yep. Um, yeah. I was gonna say I can't, you know, I can't be mad about any of this because Eric has been so patient with me on 
multiple occasions where I've been late or misscheduled things or whatever. So, so it's totally fine. Um, yeah, I mean, everything about this has just been super chaotic trying to figure out the audio interface situation. And well, it's bringing a new, <laughs> a new spice, a new flavor to uh, the pod. We needed it. It's we need a little shakeup. Um, so, well, Will, we can talk about Will. We watched it. I'm, I really liked this episode. I thought it was super fun. And from the moment it starts, it's weirdly timely. Like and current yeah. episode, you said you said almost triggering, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Like I watched it, was like, God damn it! Like I don't, I didn't. I'm trying to watch a cartoon to like record a podcast with my buddies. Like I don't need like this like recall of like trauma of the past like year and a half. Like why are we? T- and it's not even like it's about like the pandemic. Like there's not mention of like the disease or anything. It's just like the nature of the behavior of the people that are sick. Yeah, so it's like strictly like it's the political side of it. The oh, thing that totally. We, Totally. Totally. Okay. So just listeners, if you haven't watched this episode, it's a very simple episode. And the scene we're talking about, which is probably the biggest scene for us to talk about today, it opens up and they're in Candy Kingdom in a hospital and Starchy is sick. He has a cold. Princess Bubblegum, being Princess Bubblegum, says, I can solve this right now. I'm going to give you the medicine. To which Starchy goes, I don't want the medicine. Don't give that to me. I only believe in magic. And Princess Bubblegum is like, what are you talking about? This is dumb. Like, hey, nurse, pound cake, help me hold him down. She goes, I I can't do that. I have an uncle who's uh, a magic worker. Like I have to. And then then the only and he and they and again, this whole thing and Princess Bubblegum is is like magic is stupid. It's dumb. Like it's like magic is just science presented like with all this mystery who high which is fun but irresponsible and starchy is really upset by this and says you're being really disrespectful of my beliefs princess bubblegum and is really mad and then they have and then so basically the only way he's going to get medicine is if they go to the wizard city and get a spell to cure him a cold spell a cold spell um now i mean I don't even know if we really do explain, but like we were just saying, Will, is when you see that and this this character, Starchy, is basically an anti-vaxxer, which it makes all the sense in the world that Starchy would be an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, he's the conspiracy theorist on the show. Right. Like he's got his you think if you think he would have voted for Trump? Yes. Oh man, I don't want to see Candy Kingdom Trump. At least like. the at least well, at least the first time he, he would have. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he voted for King of Who, right? He did. Definitely. Okay. So, oh yeah, King of Boo is Candy Kingdom Trump. Yeah. Fuck. Starchy, man. Start. Starchy's kind of stupid. Well, they're all stupid. I don't know if I like Starchy. I liked Starchy. This episode was really bumming me out. The one thing they do that humanizes him a little bit is that he is vulnerable enough to be crying in the episode about when Princess Bubblegum is a little bit harsh about magic not being real, which she totally can be. But he cries. And to see that vulnerability from him humanizes him and makes it be like, all right, this guy's just dumb. Like, like which which is really the case, I think, with all Trump supporters. They're just fucking it like dumb. And you gotta like <laughs> if I'm having some con- empathy or whatever, you gotta be like, I almost feel for you, man, because you're so dumb and like you're just trying <laughs> you to find don't know a- what's good for yourself. Yeah, like- you're trying to find the right way, and people have told you this is the right way. Like Starchy, it's like, hey somewhere along the way you've picked up that 
magic was real. And it looks like it's supported by other people around him, like Nurse Poundcake and these candy people. So I get it. And when Princess Bubblegum tells Finn and Jake about hey, he only wants a spell, they're like, oh, that makes sense. And Jake literally says, you know, magic's probably more natural for the body in the long run. <laughs> Which is a totally different angle of like you know, like medicine and the whole thing, like the oils and like yes. all kinds of like that other shit. So. Like the holistic medicine yes, angle. Yeah. And that's probably where they were coming from. Um, and, and I guess what's a little bit difficult with this episode is that once you place this whole anti-vaxxer like lens on it, then you want Princess Bubblegum to just fucking topple magic. You're like, fuck magic. T- tell everyone how it is, but I think in the episode Eric Dano, at, at, yo, with your your uh, your witchcraft practice, this is like oh, a very yeah. subversive like hit at Eric. <laughs> well, you want to if, but well, here's this is where I'm getting at is that if it's anti-vaxer, you want Princess Bubblegum to just fucking crush all the magic people. But then I think the episode they are kind of using magic for real magic, and Princess Bubblegum not being open to maybe magic or other people's beliefs, or that there is like true magic in life or around her or in the thoughts of other people is that eventually she uses magic and it works and it actually helped at that time. So I think if if, if we took the anti-vaxxer lens off of it, the, the episode is, is quite different because it's actually talking about magic and stuff. But with that on right. there, it's immediately, I'm just watching this episode completely differently. Well, and yeah. it's really just like the time in which we're watching it, like this, you know, this hindsight of what we just went through mm-hmm. and like that that has framed this for us very specifically. But like when it was written, like they weren't even imagining a global pandemic. No, right? I mean, no. there was there was still a pretty strong anti-vax movement. This was what, probably like 2013. Yeah. Yeah. So they're playing into it a little bit and giving that to Starchy was no accident because you know yeah they're smart enough um but it was fun i mean so then they go on a, they go on a quest they go to 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 uh wizard city which i've never seen is this the first time in the show we see wizard city uh i don't know i don't think so in season five i'm yeah. i'm sure they've gone there before yeah i don't think it is because that um later in the episode that like chamber that they're in um oh. where they yeah, we, I'll, I'll I'll let you get to the explanation of it in in, in a minute. Um, but I, I, there's some very familiar spaces in it where, like, even if they just like pop in and out of it through other weird, spooky means. Um, yeah, I don't think this is the first time that they've been there. Yeah, it's true, but it is the first time we meet Ron James. Is it? Yes, I yes. just looked that up. First Ron <laughs> okay. James appearance, um, which is a total delight. Um, I so so they get they get there and you're not supposed to go into Wizard City unless you're a wizard and the code to get into Wizard City was you have to say Wizards Rule which we have to go back and talk about so they go to a big rock and they have to get through by saying a password and Princess Bubblegum's like I got the password and she holds up a tape recorder and it's a tape of her going to Ice King and basically harming him and hurting him until he gives the password. And it's a really uncomfortable recording. Finn is looking at the ground and kind of kicking the dirt. And Jake, they all just look like we're going to just disengage and disassociate until this is over. Um, And you hear (laughs) you hear her like almost break his pinky. And then he says, this is the first time anyone's touched me in months. Like, could you do it again? And 
they're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Which is weird because it's almost like Simon like talking through yeah. like the veil of like Ice King. And he's like, I have this whole life and I had love and all these things. And like, I, this is just like a hyperbolized, like crystallized me coming out. Like, That's a great point. You're right. I know it's it's like oof, this is this is rough. But then he eventually just goes, "Oh, fine, I'll give it to you." It's wizard's rule, wizard's rule, and they don't even have to say it. It just opens, and they go in, and immediately while they're in there, they see these like wizard cops going over and getting someone, and he's not a wizard, and he shouldn't have been in there. So then they use their one eye. They're all cyclopses. They use one eye to turn him into a stick, like a magic stick. Um. And they're like, oh shit, we got to be careful. So then they go into a magic shop, which is Ron James' spell shop. Um, now, Ron, Eric, you didn't watch the episode, but you could kind of explain who Ron James is, right? He knows who Ron James is. It's Duncan Trussell. Yeah, it is. I mean, and Ron James. And that's who, that's, that's him. That's him. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Ron James, I was saying to Sean while we were watching it, I was like, most of these characters in this show don't have just normal ass names. Like Ron James. <laughs> it's really also fun. Also like for a wizard too. Like, I mean, he's in Wizard City, like much less like a, a just a general Adventure Time character. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great juxtaposition. And Eric, did you notice, I noticed it this time when they're going into Wizard City and you see everyone flying around and all the different wizards. It, I was like, this feels very Jesse Moynihan, like the animation style. Oh yeah. It, I, I, the little bit that I caught was so Jesse Moynihan. Yeah, I was like, this reminds me of forming, like the the way these wizards look and everything. Yeah, like and how they zapped the guy into the stick. Yeah, was like that was like straight out of forming. Yeah, it was great. It was cool to see his his total stamp all over this. So they go in there and they get this spell. And Ron James, he's Ron James, pretty cool guy, you know. And Princess Bubblegum, very aggressive. And is like, yeah, she wasn't taking any shit. This what's episode. in the spell? And he's like, it's a spell. It's magic. She goes, yeah, but what's in the magic? And he's like, hey, lady, it's magic. And she won't stand for that. And he sounds an alarm. The cops come and then a chase ensues while they, they steal the cold spell. And they she darts out the window and they're running around Wizard City until they find Daniel who takes them in. Now, what is the deal with Daniel? I think he's like not a very good wizard. Okay. Like he can yeah. only just kind of make rainbows and he can't really do anything else. He he looks like he belongs in regular show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I remember thinking that like a long time ago. Just like why did they put this not adventure time character in here? But yeah, he's definitely functional. Yeah. Oh man, there's an ice cream truck right outside. Can you hear that? No. He no. <laughs> comes by our neighborhood. Only on Fridays, right around five. Oh, I think Sean's going out to get some ice cream. <laughs> oh. yeah. Sean and my roommate Corey went outside and are trying to flag him down right now. It's a Mr. Softy truck, old school. Oh shit! Yeah. Anyway, back to Ron James and and this. Oh yeah, Abercadaniel. That's it, Abercadaniel. So, but it is funny. We see that with like the League of Wizards or whatever that Ice King's a part of. And they're plotting to kill Daniel in some sort of like satanic ritual. Right, like while he left the room to like take the trash out. Yeah. When he comes back. I didn't catch that. When he comes <laughs> yeah, back, it- we shall kill him. And they have a diagram with like like a like a like a huge stone with a pentagram on it and a 
uh, a sword and it's Abercadaniel just laying like this with the sword directly through his body and they're like going to kill him. Um, and they come back and then they're all mad and then the cops come through and they scatter and they have them all and Princess Bubblegum's like, wait, you can't take me in. I'm a fucking princess. You need to, we need to speak. I need to speak about like to your king about this. And they go and this is pretty, so this is pretty interesting to me. I want, I want your take on this. Like when I hear the term wizard, I think of a Gandalf, a very wise old wizard who's like, you know, not an idiot. Like they're, they're smart people. But in this show, the wizards aren't necessarily like that. Like they go to the king wizard is sort of petty. And like, I'll let you off. He says like, I'll let you guys all off. If you just say wizards rule, which is the second time we've heard wizards rule. And he like throws his hair behind his ear. And (laughs) this council of wizards seem stupid. I'm like, this doesn't fit with how I think of wizards. What about you guys? (laughs) I don't don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eric's fried. I'll, I'll, well, he didn't even that. I think this was the back part of the episode that he didn't get a okay, whole chance okay. to, to witness. So, uh, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it like in a weird way, it's like very like how they use like dinosaurs in the Flintstones, like how they're just like these very menial, like, oh, you're the like dishwasher, like you're the like whatever the coat hanger stuff. Like, I mean, they they all have these like very unique personalities and they like all serve this like very like singular function relatively like you've got like everyone who has their like it's like people you know like we all have like our specialties and our shit like that and it's it's like i don't know it's it's not how we think of these like masters like hey, yeah like you're a wizard yeah you know a fire spell and ice yeah. spell and uh-huh. you can you can do all the wizard things right? you went to harry no, potter school just, you went to hogwarts right i can just kind of shitty not like barely make rainbows like that's that's the gamut like yeah we're I, gonna get some more insight into wizards probably on the last Distant Land special. Okay. Cool. What's that one supposed to be about? It's just called Wizard City. I, I oh. know it's going to be focused on Peppermint Butler. Oh, uh, he knows spells yeah. and things. Yeah. A couple. <laughs> um, yeah. So then anyway, Princess Bubblegum's um, a dick. They go to jail and <laughs> they go to sleep. And then Abercadaniel is pissed, right? Because he's like, yo, I fucking live in Wizard City. You come in here. I'm nice to you. And then you fuck up my whole life. He's in jail now. Like, he was just like doing. I mean, he was going to be killed. So he doesn't know that, though. So the next day they're at lunch. Eric, you probably didn't see this, but they're at lunch. Princess Bubblegum's going to sit with Finn and Jake. And Abercadaniel looks all mad. He trips her. She falls down. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And he goes, I'm challenging you to an honorable stabbing to the death. And she goes, Oh yeah, well bring it on. And Finn or Jake are like, what? And they're like, yeah, they, so they engage in like a stab off. She has a claw. He has a knife and all the, the people are around him. And it seems like this is sort of ritualized. Like an honorable stab off is a thing because it's very prison. Like, yeah. And they, they're like, we got to stop this. And princess bubblegum, like, rips his headband and then he's on the ground and says now you must stab me to bestow honor upon me i'm like what is this like weird ritual and finn figures out that the um cold spell they have isn't to solve like a spell for colds it is a literal cold spell that when you put it out everything turns to ice and snow so they use it freeze everybody and then just walk out the front door of the jail um and then they go back to Sarchi 
And and Prince Gumblum's like Bubblegum's like, I have an idea. And Abercadaniel pretends to do some magic. And then they hold down Starchy and just gonna fucking give him the vaccine once and for all. And she goes like, um, she starts to do like a half spell, like Yabakadaba, whatever, and then just jabs him. Right, what she tried to do in the very yeah. beginning of the yeah. entire episode. And then it ends. Yeah. Which which I think actually is good. Like I was saying before, like maybe she should appreciate magic or whatever, but really at the end of the day, it was all just this whole magic and like shit that we try to dress up the truth in. It's just a waste of time. We could have just taken that vaccine right away. <laughs> right. You guys all want to do your own research, whatever the hell that means. Okay, go and do it. We'll, we'll be sitting here when you come to the conclusion that you need the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Boom. <sighs> Fucking starchy. Well, all right. Um, is it time to play Did You See This Now? Yeah. yeah. All right, Nick, did you see the snail? Yes. <sighs> Shit. Eric, did you see the snail? <laughs> no. Will, did you see the snail? Hell yeah, I saw that snail. Oh! Oh! So this one kind of sucks because something that both uh, Nick and Eric, you both don't know, is because Eric has been watching this over kind of the course of this episode. Yeah. Uh, ooh. <clears throat> episode uh uh you had like the screen like halfway off and it was off that half of the screen that you had not visible uh. on your desktop <laughs> whoa so wait so you're viewing like eric's viewing window only has half the episode up it did yeah oh my he, god he, that's like so had crazy. it was like full and then like you got on and then he moved oh in my and god. all this stuff oh and we're he, on it was, the it was an upward screen this is so fucked up how you're watching this, Derek. This is so backwards. <laughs> I, I'm very happy to be here for this very chaotic, neutral episode. Yeah, well, I'm glad that I actually saw the snail. And you, Sean was like, is this the first time in history that you've seen the snail and Eric hasn't? Like, if Eric doesn't see it. And I was like, I think it happened once. Maybe, uh, yeah. I think I think it's happened twice. So this okay. is number three. And Will. Uh, well, all right, buddy, you earned it. Here's the congratulations Nick song. And Will. so special for me <laughs> congratulations are in order my friend Nick you saw the snail you're the greatest snail detective that I've ever known you're the greatest snail detective of the episode congratulations to And also, Will, congratulations. Hey. <laughs> nice. Um, Miscellaneous Mania? Well, well I, this is usually where we do our commercial break. Yeah. Uh, so you want to read an ad for Poke Poke? Yeah, did you write that? Well, <laughs> we've been off the top of the dome, freestyle. <laughs> Adventure Guys, a podcast for humans and dogs, and we recommend you buy your poke from 
Poke Poke, the premier poke restaurant near you. Yes, it's located down in the Texas region, mostly in Austin. And there's a location in Fort Worth, which... Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, which Eric and our guests will maybe go into tomorrow. I, myself, am going to be going to the Hancock location in Austin tonight. Probably getting some of the spicy tuna. And my brother will actually be getting the vegan option, which is a pad thai poke made with marinated tofu. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Now, the cool thing about Poke Poke that I love so much is that it's like really in the the tradition of the Hawaiian dish, like really back to its roots. It's not a Chipotle style burrito bowl of fish. What it is, is it's really about the fish and the rice and the fish most of all. It's cubed, really great ahi, and they do have salmon, they do have hamachi, they do have big eye, and it's marinated and and dressed up with just a few simple ingredients, and half of your container is is fish. A good half pound of fish when you go there, and it's appropriately priced. Now, I've been wondering, and I want to, I'm trying to get in there with this owner to know, what the hell is your supply chain, buddy? This fish is too good! <laughs> We're in it's Texas! We're landlocked down here. How are you getting good tuna? Uh, one day I'm going to figure that out, but until then, I'm just going to keep eating poke poke and and, and and freaking out about how good it is. So go there, you know, it's poke poke on all your uh, social media, and it's at, uh, I'm looking at their website now, it's poke-poke.com, so enjoy. <laughs> um, all right, miscellany mania? Yes. So I, I I looked up a couple of these. Um, Finn, they talk about entanglement, which is a principle that Princess Bubblegum uses to um, say, like, it's a scientific principle that they're using for magic. And Finn describes a spell that's pretty much from World of Warcraft, which is, which is interesting. Um, on Finn's wizard costume, he has the Eye of Providence on his forehead, and it's most, you know... Associated, it's like on the dollar, it's with Freemasonry. Um, it's part of the the seal on the dollar bill, which is funny, um, I guess, to some. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, I guess the fight between Princess Bubblegum and Abercadaniel is a formalized knife fight. Um, and I guess so, there's like, that wasn't, that was, there's some history to that. Oh, I, I see what that means. Okay. Yeah, like they're going to fight, and it's not like they're just going to stab each other. They they tie opposing wrists to each other so that they're connected, and they have to stay close. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And now here's a fun one for you guys: is that Jake, and when they're in prison, Finn goes, "Jake, do you still have the cold spell?" And Jake goes, "Yes," and he's hiding it in his belly, and it opens up like a compartment. Now. Uh, oh, now I you, didn't even, I didn't, well, I guess I didn't see it cause I didn't really watch the episode, but right. And yeah. they're like, that's exactly how Bender works on Futurama. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. And you know, John DiMaggio voices both of them. So it's yeah. like a kind of fun little tip of the hat. Um, 
Yeah. And then there's some other ones that are fine. I mean, it oh, is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Princess Bubblegum's wizard costume looks like the spacesuits they wear in Bravest Warriors. Oh, there you go. I, yeah. watched, I watched the first season of Bravest Warriors, and I'm not like. I'm not like itching to get to season two, really. I thought it was it was good. It was fine, but mm-hmm. it's like maybe just a little bit too fast paced. Uh, whereas Adventure Time gives you some room to breathe and like just experience the characters sort of living in the world. Bravest Warriors are just like very very fast. You don't get a whole lot of time to spend with them. I mean, it's because the episodes are shorter. Hmm. Yeah, I I I, I kind of fell off pretty quickly, but maybe. Should come back. Huh? Yeah, it seems weird that Pendleton Ward like left Adventure Time responsibilities to focus on Bravest Warriors because I think Adventure Time is like very, very, very better than Bravest Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Much more good. <laughs> now, I, I, another good piece that of really notable trivia on this episode that I just found is that. The uh, the current art director at the time, Nick Jennings, won an Emmy for this episode for Outstanding Individual Achievement in Animation, which was the second Emmy that this show won. So, kind wow. of a big episode in that respect. Interesting. Good job. Um, yeah, well, I liked this episode. It was fun. Well, it was good to talk to you about it. Um, yeah, Eric, no. we're... we're you're not home, but do you still have access to the episode generator that you can fire up? I'm I'm uh I'm accessing it remotely right now. What a professional way to say that. You're hacking in. Hacking the mainframe. I have to Google it. <laughs> Play, Play that, that Google. Google. <laughs> By the way, I can't find the Google theme song on, on this computer. Do you have it? I, no, it's not in the drive. I don't have it. I'm going to have to like rip it from one of the episodes on Anchor. Oh my God, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so much extra work. Uh, okay. Episode generator. What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? Um, okay, we got episode 248, and I don't have my list in front of me. <laughs> I didn't, oh man, I'm so unprepared. Yeah, this is great. I love it. I'm my, here for every single second of there, how crazy this is. There's definitely like a lot of, um, materials that, that I haven't transferred onto this new MacBook that are still on my iMac back in New York right now. Yeah. So okay. how do I find out okay. which episode I, is 248? I'm here. I'm on the Wikipedia, which says that it's Islands Part 4, which Ooh. I think we watched already. <laughs> which, which, what is that? Uh, Finn and Jake which, 
head to a futuristic island where all society hook themselves up to virtuality. Bimo is revealed to be in that yeah. simulation a heroic leader. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've watched that one oh, already. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's spin it again. Hit him. What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? One eighty one. Okay, hold on. I'm pulling it up. Give me a second. God damn it. <laughs> okay, one eighty one is in season six, episode twenty five, Astral Plane. Oh, cool. Mister Fox is in here. Um, yeah, this seems like a really, f- really fun episode that we have not watched. I, I- I'm pretty sure this is the episode that I took a soundbite from uh, that I used on my new EP. Oh, which is coming out very soon. And this will be fun to talk about with her. Yep. So next, yeah, we've got another guest. Back-to-back week, new guests. Makes me very happy. Right, Harold? Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> He's all right. I think yeah. I've known him longer than anyone... Ever. It, it, almost. Almost. Very close. <laughs> Harold and I went to, uh, we were in Boy Scouts together and like early like grade school and all that. And he got to go to the cool high school and I had to go to the dumb one. And then we were connected at a metal show. And now we're in a ska band together. Amazing. Doing it all. Well, it's, Will, it's been great having you on the pod. Finally. I, I it should happen again soon. You're, you're going to be back around Eric. Let's, let's make it a thing. Um, is there anything you wanted to shout out or say to the listeners or the floor is yours if there's anything you would like to say? No, nah, just like keep peeping that holophonic shit and keep keep watching this show or watching, listening to this show. This is <laughs> this is my jam. I'm I'm definitely like one of the, the super fans behind the scene. That's mostly because I just love you guys. But <laughs> Well, that's a I I'm really touched that you've like listened to it. I know that I don't know. That's really great. Thank you for for like engaging. Cool for sure, and I'm definitely gonna come see you before you're uh, out of Austin. So oh, that would be that would be great. You well, should you should come up to hang out with us when we're recording next month. Yeah. yeah so when I'm is like snap pictures? What's and shit. the date of that? We don't have dates set yet. We'll probably figure out dates tomorrow when we're all together and looking at the calendar. Text me them, and I'll yeah, I'll try to make that a thing. Yeah. Cool. Tight. We can do a few episodes from uh, the Airbnb. Holophonics recording studio. Yeah, I've got some vacation days to burn. Maybe I can, I'll get up there. That would be a blast. I'll bring some cameras too. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, Adventure Guys Podcast. You can go to anchor.fm slash Adventure Guys Podcast and kick us a buck. That'll go a long way um, as we're going to start you know, maybe some new marketing stuff down the line, maybe a new logo. Uh, who knows? Um, and tell one friend about the pod if you like it. Yep. All right. Good up, everyone. Great Hooray. times. Bye. Peace out, y'all. Later.
become such an ordeal. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be the mic, right? I, yeah, I guess it's a good time to... Are they in jail now? Yes, they're in wizard jail. Are you watching the episode? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good use of time, actually. I can't. Sean, no. Or Sean. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? Hey, Sean. Nice to meet you. There's Eric, and then here's Will. Will. What's up, Will? Hey, man. Okay, so what channel are you in? I'm in channel one. I had Will in channel two, and I just switched him to three to try that out, but... So my understanding is on Google Hangouts, potentially only channel one or channels one and two will make it through. I will also I will also pitch to y'all um, that Zoom accepts like complete audio transference from an Apollo. Um, if if I could log into, you know, what I can do real fast. I don't. If you guys have Zoom, I have a professional account, and you could literally go on to Zoom. Oh, I, can, I can hear Eric again. Check, check, I can check. hear Eric again. When I stereo link it, it turns oh, my if, shit off. Is it jump? Oh, uh, we hear you. Well, maybe it's because we're in. Yeah, but like that's I, we're in one and three, gets. and not one and two. Hmm. Is it like breaking its brain that is trying to stereo link? Signal from Zed. Zed. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> um, no, here, we'll do it this way. If, if y'all. This is going so well. <laughs> so, what we can do. <clears throat> is if you. Do you want to move the, move the cable first and then. Try linking it again. To join my yeah. Thing right Wait, okay. Let me sync with you one more time. One, two, three, four. One, one two, two, three, four. four. Now, if you were to join my meeting, not that any of this is being recorded. <laughs> this is being recorded. God, this is gonna be a, so annoying to edit. <laughs> uh, we can start over. <laughs> <laughs> um. God, yeah, I think it's just Google is the issue. Google, Google. Oh. Sean's going to send us right now a Zoom link. Eric. <laughs> I like that so much. Oh my God. Fucking captures. Kill me. I hope this works. Yeah, what? What am I looking for? Crosswalks? Jesus, why is this so hard? Oh my God. Check. Oh. You're in. Any better? Okay, I'm leaving Google. Google. Yeah. Three. Yes or no? Do you hear us? I don't hear you. Wait. You might have to configure audio for. Hello? Yeah, do you hear us? I hear you. Hey, man, so Hello? we can't hear you, but. I don't know. Okay. Nope, nope. There's oh, there it is. There's Will. Yeah, yeah, I just. Do you hear us? Yeah, yeah. Hear both of you. 
Okay. Oh, excellent. Yeah. After we flipped, we face tra well on our view. We face travel flip. Hey, oh. thanks, Sean. Thanks, man. Yeah. They're kind of they're kind of potato quality, but it's better. Yeah, it's definitely better. Yeah, you guys are kind of potato, but it's good. Okay, is this all working? right? Yeah, yeah. I got. I can hear you. you can see you. All right, all right. Jesus is that better? Yeah. Uh, you guys have a mulligan. <laughs> I'm still m -m -m mulligan. Wait, will uh, mic check? Uh, mic checking. Uh, Talking into the. Sh oh, it was. That doesn't look right. You can hear me though. John? I mean, Nick. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Wait, how about now? Aha. Talk, talk. talk I got talk, you both. Talk. We're getting in the mic. Yep. We are good. We're good. All right. Uh, well, like I said, this is going to be insanely difficult to <laughs> edit. Yeah. Do, do you want, right, uh, do you want me? Do you want me? Think one more? Yeah. Do you want what? me to like, do you want me to start a new audio right here? No. Okay. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, Whatever you want. Yeah. Let's let's uh just resync one more time. Ready? One, one two, three, four. One, two, three, four. four.